Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. I'm Erin, the believer. Well, so was your day as fun as mine going to a four-year-old birthday party? Uh, no. It mine... wasn't because mine was actually pretty epic. As far as birthday parties go, okay, it was pretty amazing. Well, tell me about it. I mean, I don't know how exciting it is for our listeners to hear, except for like um, the I can't. I don't I guess I shouldn't say his name, but the child's moms listen to mm-hmm. this, and so I'll just tell them they put on an epic party. Like it was <laughs> oh. uh, science themed, and it. I mean, it was like we went in. There's like dry ice, like oh my god, like overflowing the snack table, and then the snacks were all like make your own molecules, and I'm like okay, this is where two moms come in handy because <laughs> I'm like one mom gonna put all that on. No offense, men, but come on, let's yeah. get real. A dad's not so you know you got two moms like oh yeah we got all, and they had like science experiments and all these amazing things, and I was like. Oh, their son. I'm like, he is living the best life. Got two moms that got their shit together. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. And my day was not quite that exciting, but Mm -hmm. I did have all my kids. It was like the trifecta. All three kids got invited to spend the night. We set up a rule during this pandemic. Once things started to calm down a little bit and parents started getting vaccinated, Mm -hmm. that they could pick one friend each to spend the night with. Right. And all three lined up. I mean, that is like, that is like seeing a unicorn. I know. (laughs) Like it never happened. the dream. It was so nice. What did you do with your guilt-free? That's the thing. That was a guilt-free. I know. I mean, that never happens. Like when you ask somebody to watch your kids, you always had that like, oh, guilt. Yeah, being so good. Yeah, oh, no. But these people asked for your child to come over to entertain their child. There was a purpose for your child to be there. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that I cannot wait till we get to sleep over age. <laughs> yeah, it was really wonderful. Um, we did nothing exciting. We picked up Cheesecake Factory because Kevin oh, had a little fun. Had a gift card hankering. for it. I thought you say a hankering for cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> they had a gift card. It was delicious. And then uh, we watched some real dumb movie on HBO Max, but it was great. Nice. And then this morning I woke up and my house was still clean from what oh, I picked up yesterday. I mean, that's the best. I probably cleaned my house 20 times today, and I was only there for like an hour. But I feel like within that hour, it was like, how come every time I get done with one room, I walk in? I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Insane. The key is to hurry up and clean, get everybody out, and don't come back until you go to bed. Until they're 18. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this morning was funny because we were sitting around uh, in our beautifully clean house, and I was Mm -hmm. talking to Kevin, and I sent a message because the two little girls, I I lined this up beautifully. Mm-hmm. Our sister. So wait, let me ask you this. Did you manipulate this just a hair to get this perfect unicorn to show up? Now listen, I have uh, known the older sister of this little trio, uh-huh. trio since she was in kindergarten with Nora. Uh-huh. And she's always been one of my favorites. If there are other parents listening, you're, all your kids are my favorite. But she all is, of them. She mm-hmm. is like... Oh, she's a dream. I can always count on her to be doing exactly what I've told her to do. If I need anything cleaned up, I'm like, hey, can you get this? She's always like, yes, okay. Like, she's so excited. <laughs> I love her. And then she had a little sister uh, who I didn't know at the beginning of the time that I wanted Nora to be her best friend. She's got a little sister who perfectly lines up in oh, age with Nelby. Sweet. Her little sister is a spitfire. <laughs> but she's also hilarious, and I love her. And then... Through this, I've gotten to know their mom, and their mom is hilarious, too. So it worked out. It might have started manipulative, but now. (laughs) (laughs) But now it's lining up just perfectly for both of you. That's right. You're both getting rid of it. Too bad, like, um, their mom can't say, like, oh, (laughs) about either of your kids. (laughs) What are you trying to say? I mean, you're not wrong, but what are you trying to say? I'm just kidding. I'm just thinking, like. At first, I thought about your youngest. Well, she's kind of a spitfire. So you're putting two spitfires together. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's like a fireworks right there. But really, Nora, I think she um, she probably is like a perfect little angel for anybody else. Yeah. Anybody else yeah. other than you. Right. <laughs> so that she probably thinks that about. And you know what? The, her oldest probably the same way. So I can't imagine. I can't imagine, but you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, so we're sitting there this morning and, you know, I, I wake up, I get my coffee and I send a message. Did everybody survive? Like, haha, to, right. to the mom. And, you know, 20 minutes pass, <laughs> 30 minutes pass. Like, oh, shit. Did 40 minutes pass. I'm like, 
Uh, I was kidding. <laughs> now I'm older. You should have said back, did at least my favorite one survive? <laughs> and of course, I'm talking about her oldest. No, I'm just Yeah, kidding. right. <laughs> and can I have her? Uh, oh, hilarious. man. Then I was thinking like, oh, that's weird that it's taken this long to respond. But, uh-huh. you know, whatever. My second thought is, what if there was some horrible tragedy? Oh, no. And then not only do I have to suffer the loss of my children, the police will definitely suspect me because my last text to her said, did everyone survive? Yeah, did everyone survive the thing, <laughs> the horrible tragedy that I already knew about? That I set up. <laughs> that <laughs> is funny because I do that a lot of times when I'll just send... I mean, I can't even think of a specific example except for the the thought process goes like, if somebody read that out of context, oh yeah, they would totally think I'm about to murder my husband, or <laughs> or I already have murdered my husband and I'm trying to cover it up or whatever, you know. Yeah. So that is funny and reminds me of that documentary about the husband who really did murder his. Did you watch that? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Is that the one you told me I had to watch? And oh, I never did. Yes, and it's horrible but i want to they actually show the text messages uh-huh like between the two yeah oh it's it's wild i well, mean now you gotta tell me what it is do you not know what it is i'll look it up it's like the family next door i think this one's oh, called oh the family next door on netflix yes you did tell me about i, I yes. watched that one before you know if you guys like true crime which i feel like that's kind of parallel to our yeah podcast so many of you probably do but it is uh, heavy, man. Oh, it's definitely very heavy. But but every time I said it after I watched that, I was like, I need to really not that I'm planning on murdering my husband, <laughs> but I'm like, if, if, I mean, if a tragic accident happened, or even the other way around, like even if yeah. if I somehow like slipped in the bathroom and somehow broke my neck and it looked a little bit suspicious, I'm like, that would be horrible if he sent some like joking. <laughs> text or whatever that got taken out of context. I'm like, yeah. you never know how. Oh, so I know. I've had that mindset ever since reading Gone Girl. Oh, Gone Girl is so good. I, I don't read. So the movie was, so, I don't know about the book. The, the movie, movie was also, I mean, the movie and the book parallel. They were really? so good. That was one of the best movie to books. Nice. It was a really good Okay. One. Well then let's just go ahead and say I read the book then. There you <laughs> go. It was, it was so good. Wow. Yeah. And that whole manipulation because she, yes, Spoiler, she was setting up. Yes. And like how easy it is. If you don't know you're being set up, I mean, yeah. I mean, you just kind of pet putty in the hands, you know. I'm not like trying to tell anybody how to set somebody else up, but I mean, I'm also not telling you to commit murder on Fourth of July. I always think fireworks would be the best. Oh yeah. No one I'm like, where have I heard that before? I'm like, oh, you say it every fourth of July. Every time I have fireworks, I'm like, perfect night for murder. I mean, don't do it, but it's a perfect cover. But if you're gonna, I mean, yeah. get tell the cops that it was Aaron that gave you that idea. And oh maybe my she gosh, could get a little bit not. of rap. No, no, no. I'm telling you now, do not do it and don't sue me. Uh, that's hilarious. Don't come after me. Yeah, don't come after her. That's true, because without her, I wouldn't have this podcast. Oh, that's why? Yeah, that's why. Okay. <laughs> lovely. Great. Drink. A lovely drink. <laughs> Too funny. Well, okay, so... Enough with this banter. Okay. We, I have a long story tonight. It's cute. It's good. I mean, it's not cute. It's it's very spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully okay. convinced. Uh, I mean, I thought it was, I just liked her writing. I thought it was cute. And you kind of know her. So uh, let me get it pulled up. Okay. Hey, Aaron and Megan. Aaron, I hope you remember me. And in parentheses, Brooke's friend, Chelsea. Brooke uh, was our in our cryptids and coffee episode. Yeah. We ever going to do another one of those? We need to do another I one know, of those. I know we need to. I'm just not good at research, but I, I well, well, I don't think it just falls on you. We just both need to buckle down and do it, but we've got some summer after, after the live show. Okay. Let's make that our goal. Cause right now it's kind of live show, live show. Right. Okay. So after that, it's like, we're having a wedding. It's like after, after the wedding is done, we'll, we'll relax <laughs> and we'll, we'll focus on the next project. Okay. Anyway, Brooke was in our uh, cryptids and coffee episode, actually the first one that we ever did. So yeah. if you haven't listened to that yet, you can go back and hear Brooke firsthand. But Brooke is Aaron's best friend. And Chad's little sister. Yes. And Chad that we mention all the time, his little sister. Aaron, I hope you remember me. Brooke's friend, Chelsea Gill. Well, she gave it. She gave it. I almost said it. <laughs> Chelsea Gill. Chelsea Gill. <laughs> I do remember Chelsea. Okay. She was another bridesmaid in the wedding. Well, her name starts with a G sound. You all go out there and look out for <laughs> Chelsea G and see if you can figure out who she is. And fellow bridesmaid in her wedding. I'm not sure if I've ever met Megan, but I'm guessing I probably did at Brooke's wedding. 
girl, if you did, <laughs> I don't know, because that was a fun wedding. We had a good time at that wedding or possibly their wedding shower. Either way, I feel like I should have run into her and with Chad and Brooke at some point during their shenanigans in old Louisville. I'm a huge fan and listening to y'all reminds me of hanging with Brooke and Chad, actually. They have a similar witty banter, cadence, and of course, Oldham County accent. <laughs> That's hilarious. What's an Oldham County accent? I guess it's more country than Louisville, but I'm like, you said y'all throughout this whole email. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just teasing Chelsea. I say y'all all the time. I have honestly been binge listening to the podcast the last few days while I hang wallpaper Aww. at my new home in South Carolina. Oh, y'all are so witty <laughs> and I am so intrigued by all these stories. I am not sure where I fall on the scale of skeptic to believer, but I do love a good ghost story. Same girl. Yep. I mean, I know where I fall. I'm a true skeptic, <laughs> but I love a good ghost story. I don't, however, actually like to be scared though. I hate haunted houses. Oh, not me. Yeah, not me. Give me all haunted houses for days. And she probably wouldn't hate them if she would go with you. Because <laughs> you are so funny. I am really bad at being scared, but boy, do I love it. Yeah, me too. And scary movies, to be honest. I think I like the historical, mysterious side of the stories, as opposed to the feeling of being frightened. Mm. Which I could get that. I kind mm -hmm. of feel like that's how Paula is. That night of the Patreon. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's how Paula is. She likes to hear the history. She likes the spooky Yeah, but she likes story. to go to the adventure. That's true. Uh Quick side note, we did our Patreon and Paula, afterwards we were all talking and Paula was explaining to us, she's one of our Patreons, explaining to us that she goes ghost hunting, but she was like so scared during this movie and she's like, don't pick a really, really scary one. And I'm like, you go to the actual sites, which kind of furthers my thing. That's because deep down, Paula, you know they don't exist. Girl. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> she goes, she's going to, she's going to come back. She's mm -hmm. she talk about a spitfire. Not Paula, she'll come back. I mean, Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a mashup of my intrigue of history and love of crime shows. Either way, I have one experience in my life that I cannot explain and would love to share with y'all. Ooh. Y'all. Yeah. You know what's funny? Kind of I don't think I say y'all very much. I say you all a lot. I don't think I write it often. I don't think I say it but often. But I say y'all. I say, say what are y'all doing? I say you all all the time. You just said, what are y'all doing? What are y'all? You all. You all. <laughs> I say it real fast. It sounds a lot like y'all. Okay. Okay. All right. The summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college, I worked at an island in between the northern and southern peninsula of Michigan. Okay. The island is called, and I'm so glad she put the pronunciation in here because <laughs> I would I was going to say Mackinac. And I was like, that is so cute. Mackinac. Mackinac it's, Island. Because it's M-A-C-K-I-N-A-C. Mackinac. He said that so fast. I cannot. M-A-C-K. Okay. Mac. Mac. I-N-N-A-C. -N -N Mac. Yeah. Right? That's what I would have said. But she said pronounced Mackinac. Oh, so the wow. AC is, yeah, it Just turns a into an all at the end for some weird reason because our language is bizarre. The island is called Mackinac Island. Wikipedia link here. She's so cute. Like, she thinks we're really going to go. <laughs> but I will say, we will post the Wikipedia link because this place does sound amazing. Okay. Uh, and so if you're not just a dreamer, you're a doer, and you're like, no, 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 I really do want to go there, good good on you. Because for me, I'm always just dreaming about it and never look up the Wikipedia link. <laughs> uh, but we'll post it. And it is by far one of my favorite places in America. Vehicles are prohibited on the island, and you have to take a ferry over to access it. Hmm. Main Street is a step back in time where foot traffic, bicycles, horse and carriages are the main mode of transportation, and sailing, nature, shopping, and gourmet dining are the main attractions. Oh my gosh, can we just go there to vacation? I was going to say, can we just get them to sponsor us? Oh, the whole on. island. The whole yeah, island. We, are, we will actually relocate in the summers. Okay. And just do the podcast from there. Let's uh, start with a tour there. Maybe that'll get us in the okay. door. Sure, sure. Just start small and work our way in. Okay. I like it. <laughs> Fudge, to be exact, is the really, I mean, it's getting better and better. Fudge, to be, Fudge, to be exact, is really their claim to fame mm. and can be found on every corner in every shop and hotel. The culinary scene there is unreal, and I was employed as a waitress for the entire summer. The island has very few permanent residents. Less than 500 to be exact, but the population swells to over 15,000 per day during the summer months. Holy moly. 
Right. That's wild. Isn't so it? let's go during the winter months. I don't want to go with all those people. Yeah, but I guess like <laughs> I, I would imagine it's probably like um, those shops and everything. They probably yeah. shut down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen during the winter time. It is apparently very haunted. Something I was not necessarily aware of until I got there. <laughs> and really? home. Yeah, too late. You're there, girl. Just keep eating that fudge. <laughs> I'm so scared, but this fudge is so good. Okay. And home to many historical sites, including a revolutionary war fort and Native American battleground slash burial sites. Hmm. I moved into an all-girls staff boarding house on Main Street located above one of the many Mary's candy shops on the island. The building was three stories, and then in parentheses, fudge shop on the first floor and staff boarding on the second and third floor, and housed probably 25 to 35 seasonal female employees throughout the busy season. I mean, that is like, cool. Isn't that cool? That's like for real, the real world. Like get 25, 35 people together, never seen each other before. Yeah. All girls. I mean, that's like, yeah. Could be a lot of fun. Could be, could be a lot of drama. Could be. Could be. Not saying the girls are drama. I'm just saying it's got potential. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My room was on the third floor and I shared it with my roommate, Rachel. We heard ghost stories about other buildings and places on the island throughout our stay, but didn't think much of it. Apparently, this house has always been an all-girls boarding house, and in the past was given the nickname the Virgin House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice know, dreams. I'll, yeah, I was like, <laughs> those girls aren't all virgins. I mean, maybe one or two, but come on now. We got fudge in every corner. Just- <laughs> oh, my gosh. What does that mean? That seems weird and dirty. Like, you're giving fudge to these ladies. I'm like, oh, you're so such a, a charmer. And then things would happen. I mean, I so like now fudge. we know it. <laughs> you know the way to my heart. If anyone wants to seduce Megan, it's bring fudge. fudge. <laughs> okay. We did indeed have strict rules about men being in our rooms and or the building after a certain time in the evening, and our house mom enforced them strictly. Shortly after we moved in. The house mother would tell us about doors she locked the night before being wide open the next day mm. when she did her morning rounds. The doors were normally to a storage closet, pantry, or broom closet, so we didn't really think much of it. Honestly, the lady was somewhat crazy and not well-liked, so we kind of assumed people were just playing a prank on her, or she was kind of losing it. Later in the summer, though, Rachel and I had an experience that made us question our initial assumption. We were both sleeping, and from what I can remember, it was a normal weeknight, and we were most likely in bed asleep between 11 p.m. and 12 p.m. And like, we were those virgin girls. We went to bed <laughs> at 11 p.m. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Chelsea. I'm sure you had, like, wild nights. Rachel worked at the hotel front desk and often had odd hours. She sometimes started her shift at 6 a.m., and since we were both under 21, we weren't allowed to hang out in the bars like the late-nighters. Around 4 a.m., I was awoken by super loud music and not scary, haunting music. It was top 40 pop hit music. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's different, right? Like current? Current to this time period. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was so loud and so annoying, I assumed, though, that it was Rachel's alarm. I let it go for a few minutes, and when I was finally awake and super annoyed, I yelled across the tiny room, Rachel, Rachel, do you need to get up? Turn off your alarm. She sat up and looked at me and said, that's not my alarm. I don't work until tomorrow afternoon. I thought it was yours because it was the middle of the night. We didn't think much of it. I stood up, stumbled over to the 2004 edition light pink boombox. (laughs) I love this part and flipped the function switch over to the tape and went back to sleep. So, side note, I read this, didn't think twice about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can totally picture that whole scene. Yeah. I mean, like, it was yesterday. Yeah. I can, like, I have a boombox in my house, right? I don't, but, like, that's what it felt like. <laughs> and then it only dawned on me, her next sentence, that I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's so many people out there who do not know what a boombox is. <laughs> That is so weird. When you ask young people what's a boombox, they go, that thing that you hold over your head. Uh, like like from, for, oh, my gosh, anything? from movies. Yeah, no. I'm sure they don't know what that movie is, but they've seen yeah, that image. Yeah, but they've seen that image. That's so funny to me. Okay. For those young millennials or Gen Zs, yes, I mean cassette tapes. The boombox had a switch <laughs> that would allow you to switch. And I love she like goes into great detail. And I'm like, that's so funny. You have to give great detail to this because... Yeah, I didn't need Second any. Nature. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't need any, because I'm old as fuck. <laughs> the boombox had a switch that would allow you to switch the input 
between the radio, CD player, or a cassette tape. I can literally <laughs> picture that little switch. Since you had to press play on the cassette tape to get it to play, the tape selection basically meant the unit was off until you changed it to another function or until you pressed play. The next morning, when we both woke up and gathered our thoughts, we couldn't believe what had happened the night before. We talked through all of the different scenarios and could not figure out what happened. Someone would physically have to flip the switch from tape to CD and press play, or flip it all the way over to radio function to get it to make noise. I honestly don't remember if it was playing a CD or playing the radio that night as I was half asleep and mostly focused on just getting it to stop. But either way, it was still unexplained. Okay, so I'm confused. Is that how they just always turn it off by putting it on tape so they don't know how it got switched? Right. So when they want it to be off, they just would switch it over to the other function. Okay. So yeah. somebody, somehow it got switched. Right. The so night. they're wondering, like, how did it go okay. from this um, tape function right. to radio or CD? And if it was CD, CD would have had to have also been pushed to play. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Were no, you no, no. too young for No, no, okay. no. No, I remember. Right, but like when they said, or press play, I thought press play on a tape is what I thought when she said that. Well, yeah, maybe Either CD way. or cassette tape. Yeah, it was probably cassette tape if it was in the 80s. Yeah, so it was um, 2004. <laughs> I swear I paid attention to my own stories. I'm just going back to my childhood when I had a boombox and it was not a CD yet because that didn't happen until a little bit later in life. Chelsea's totally younger. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's where they're like, what is it? And then I love this next part because she has been binge watching because she's ready for me, girl. She's like, oh, you skipped it. Let me go ahead and just make sure she's like fortifying this, this okay. story. Good. I love <laughs> that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you, Chelsea. It's fine. Okay. So she says, additionally, the music started at least six hours after we went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Our door was locked. And before Megan says power surge, the switch mm -hmm. that moves from tape to the other function was not a simple knob. I'm not sure that could explain it. It was similar to a toggle type switch. <laughs> I love it, she goes into great deal. A toggle type switch with three stops on the switch and it was moved. We would have to have gone to sleep with the music playing for it to continue to be playing later that night hmm. or someone or something switched it. It was also really loud. There's no way we were ever listening to music that loud in the boarding type house. The volume knob had to have been adjusted previously or that night as well. Hmm. We both call it our ghost encounter to this day, and neither of us have ever been able to explain it or had an experience like that before. Something to note, Rachel's longtime boyfriend at the time also worked on the island that summer. He would often stay in our room past curfew and sometimes overnight. We kind of uh -huh. joke now. I know, right? I'm like, yeah. What was the name of that house again? <laughs> Uh, we kind of joke now that the past resident virgins of the home possibly wanted to let us know they disapproved of their, our frequent visitor. <laughs> Thanks for reading. I feel like that is a very long description for such a short story. Oh, no. Girl, you should have heard last Yeah, did you hear last Just kidding, Kenton. We love you, Kenton. So feel free to edit as necessary. Girl, she gives her married name and then her for. I feel like she really Does she have her address? It. No. She, I mean, I won't, but it's Chelsea, and then her um, married name starts with mm sound. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> uh, well, I gave out her uh, her name now with a gut sound being. So, okay. Um, no, I, uh, first of all, I love that story uh, because I'll just it takes me right back to that time period with that boom box, and that was the source you had for entertainment. You know, now it's like, you can literally watch the music video in your hand. Right. Back then, I mean, you had to recreate that music video. You had to get up there. You had to, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so that kind of like just transcended me back to such a fun time, though. But, it, okay, here's my debunking. I want to know, A, was the boyfriend there that night? Because okay. she just says. Oh, she would have mentioned it. She just mentions it, whatever. But also, uh, she says their door was locked. I'm a little bit in question about that. Okay. Because so now we're just doubting facts. Well, I mean, facts that happened when? How long ago? Okay. Okay. So I'm just saying, like, your memory can play those <laughs> those little games on you a little bit. So, uh, but also, it could have been, it still could have been electricity. 
and here's why. It could have been on uh, radio, and then maybe it, you know, how it gets that quiet part, like when you're, you're tuning and stuff. Yeah, but not for six hours. It might, and then it might, you know, I don't, you know, it, no. it definitely could have still been some sort of electrical thing that no. might have happened. Uh, no, I'm debunking your debunk. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you can debunk my debunk all day long. It still doesn't mean that you're right, and it was a ghost that switched mm. over. Now, if I switched over into the, the like, believer realm of things, mm -hmm. here are my, here's what I wish. I wish you could have remembered what was playing, like okay. what song. Because if we were to believe that there were actual ghosts out there and they wanted to make contact with us, then why did they choose that particular moment and that particular song to make it play? Like, yeah. I wonder if there was like some sort of message in that song right. or something. So I'm like, oh man, if you could have remembered the song was, um, I don't know why, I just keep thinking Four Non Blondes, maybe it's because I really wish that's what it was. <laughs> I love that song. Um, and is that you are so hey yeah yeah I used to think it was so much like and I stepped outside and then she got real high I, I can't I remember the and I get real high yeah I used to love that part like I was like <laughs> I'm so badass I didn't even know what getting high meant I just knew I was not supposed to do it <laughs> but anyway so that's what I'm thinking like what what was the message in whatever song what I if wonder was what if like she said the other girls weren't there what mm -hmm. if that song played for one of them but they weren't there and so that so to them they were just like what is all this noise but if oh. everybody had been there one of them might have been well, like then you're not a very observant ghost I'm sure it takes a lot of energy <laughs> to turn on to flip a switch and they were like it's my one chance and then they did it and it got missed. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Okay. Uh, so I'm um, not all ghosts are genius that little, ghosts. That little thing, that little part right there just made me realize, oh, that's right. There are no ghosts. So here's what, <laughs> oh my God. here's what happened. It was clearly uh, just some sort of like weird electrical thing that happened with that. No. I mean, it could have just been the switch wasn't turned completely over to one side. And then so they're listening to, to the radio. The ghost well, yeah. barely had to breathe on it. The ghost. No, no the ghost didn't have to breathe because ghosts don't breathe. Even believers know that. <laughs> uh, hello, they're dead. Anyway, no, it just was like teetering. It was almost toggled, but not toggled all the way. I love that mm -hmm. word toggle. But anyway, it was just like right there. And then, I don't know, something, somebody thought they had to pee and they started to get up and they didn't or whatever. And it got shook a little bit or it just did it just switched over by accident and then all of a sudden very alarming i mean any noise that loud in the middle of the night is super alarming it's like oh my gosh what is that and the next morning yeah you're like i don't know if you'd had your bearings a little bit more in the middle of the night to sit there and think about what these this possibility could have been yeah then maybe they could have come up with it on their own but they then went back to sleep and then the next day it was like okay it's got to be a ghost well, all right. I think we're just not ever going to agree on that because that is a physical switch being turned. I don't care what you say. So. Turned or just never quite switched. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, mm -hmm. we're going to we're going to move on. I okay. believe in Chelsea because okay. I believe in women. Just <laughs> wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know at what point this became something about me not believing in women. Uh, I don't believe in Jasons or Kentons or give me another man. I don't believe in any of them. Oh, I don't care if you're a man, a woman, non-binary. I will not believe that it's ghosts. I am equal opportunity non when it comes non-believer. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we're just going to have to move on to my story. How about that? Okay, let's do it. I bet I won't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's my story for tonight. I started listening to your podcast after I heard it mentioned on Yeah, That Happened, which is a great little podcast of like a mother daughter podcast. Yeah, I've listened to it. It's I know. sweet. It's funny. I had no idea we were mentioned on it. So that's I know. so nice. That is super nice. Yeah, you all should check that out. If you like, you know, that banter type podcast, but really interesting information that happened uh -huh. in history, you should check that Definitely. out. Definitely. I converted to Catholicism later in life, but have had a number of NDEs, which I had to look up near death experience. Oh, like, oh okay. Of course. I've never seen mm -hmm. it abbreviated like that, but I don't dive deep into near-death experience, yeah, even either. though I find them fascinating. Yes, they're definitely fascinating. 
but have had a number of NDEs due to health issues. On the most recent occasion, I was rushed to the hospital after flatlining. I was in the ICU and had been gone long enough to suffer the effects of hypoxia, which I looked up because I didn't know what that was. It is low oxygen levels in your blood. Like it, oh, wow. I would imagine this How is scary it. scary is I that? Oh, very scary. Sorry, guys. There was absolutely nothing there. Is this person saying there is nothing, nothing in, the in the afterlife? Like just yeah. nothingness. Right. Wow. That Now that is fascinating to me because that is the first NDE I've ever heard. With nothing. With not a white light. And a right. Da, 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 da. Huh. Okay. I'm really intrigued. Okay. So, sorry guys, there's absolutely nothing there. And I have imagined that what people are seeking in their accounts is just a collection of conscious and subconscious life events. Wow. However, I started doing quite a bit of DMT, which I also had to look up as a hallucinogenic drug. Yeah, I knew about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned it and you're like, oh yeah, that's a drug. I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, listen. Again, going back to that one time when I, I don't, I didn't ever do it. I was yeah. around people that did it. I saw it. Mm -hmm. I can tell you what it looks like, but I'm too much of a control freak. I'm like, I will be the person to make sure everything is okay on this side <laughs> of things because I just, I wanted to, but I just can't lose control like that. Yeah. Uh, if you were there, I would totally do it. Oh. Who can hook us up with some DMs? <laughs> I mean, not now. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to wait till your kids are out of the house, at least. <laughs> well, I've got to cut that because it sounds like I'm judging. One particularly strong trip was very different to the ones I'd had before. I swear with every inch of my being, this was the most truth I have ever felt. Huh. Interesting. While on a hallucinogenic. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. I was transported to another realm entirely. I was shown a photos, a photos, which... Again, I'm so sorry, MX Cat. I haven't gotten to your name yet, but I had to look up a lot of the stuff in here because I I needed help. Um, <laughs> I looked it up. Apparently, a fetus, F-O-E-T-U-S, and mm -hmm. a fetus are, are the same thing. Same thing, just like different regions, different areas of the world say it differently or wow. spell it differently. I said that as if I already knew that, but really I was right here when you were like, I got to look up the, this word. <laughs> it literally said the difference is spelling. Yeah. Like, and that's when you laughed. You're like, that's the only difference. <laughs> but that's hilarious. Cause if you were just listening to this, they would have been like, damn, Megan was smart. She knew what photo as like, just, just how it's pronounced. Yeah. No, so, I would have called you out of it. Okay. So sorry. I was shown a photo that was being watched over. Okay. Is what I can only describe as beings. They were incredibly tall and generally much bigger than humans and wore cloaks with hoods. So imagine Rosemary's baby. This is Rosemary's baby. I know. It's very scary. Okay. So there's like a, a little fetus, little fetus baby mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. floating. Okay. And all these like big hooded beings are watching it. Beings. Creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. I mean, does this person describe it as creepy or? Well, let me keep going. Okay. They were incredibly tall and generally much bigger than humans and more cloaks and hoods. But throughout it, I knew I was in the presence of greatness. Here. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And didn't want to look to their faces due to the extraordinary degree of respect I felt. What? I know. Isn't that interesting? Uh, yeah. I have so many questions. Like, I want this person to be right here at this table so I could keep this conversation going. I know. But listen to this next part. This okay. part is... Oh, it's a little wild. Okay. I knew because they told me without words that this child would be born in my lifetime and it would be the person who would come to save this world. It completely blew my mind and I was and still prepared to give up everything and go anywhere, giving everything I have, including myself to this person. Damn. Was it, it was this in Hawaii? Was it Obama? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, just a question. <laughs> I mean, I do that. I'm Michelle, like, that's fine, Michelle. Yeah. When I said Obama, I meant Michelle Obama. Well, Michelle was not born in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <it> was, <laughs> that showed. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and then it just says, by the way, love the podcast. Keep up the good work. No, 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 no. MX Cat. I've got so MX many. MX Cat from the UK. Pronouns unnecessary. Use my name freely. Uh, MX Cat. 
we need you to get a flight over to <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky, sit at this table. Lots I'll try not to say y'all too much because uh, you're from the UK. <laughs> but wow, I have got so many questions. Like oh, wow. I want to sit down and interview this person. Now, here's what I will say. You were on DMT. Okay, so I'm just saying, like, while it maybe felt like the most realist of real, of real, of real, of real, now, again, I've never ventured into that realm, but I have talked to people that have. Um, you were on some drugs. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, ballsy for throwing it out there and saying that. I mean, that's like, okay, here it is, but it still felt so real to me. So you could try to debunk it all you want, but to me, yeah. it was real, you know? Yeah, I want to know... How did the hooded creatures somehow tell you how you would recognize this being some at some point? Yeah, like what were the you know like what's going to be your biblical in biblical you know back when I'd read the Bible, I remember it would say <laughs> things like you know there were certain signs that you could look for for right. I mean Antichrist and also Jesus, you know like things or the that second you knew, coming yeah. the second coming of Jesus, yes. So yeah, that's really fascinating. I know they're ready to give up. Everything. Everything. I mean, maybe you don't got much going on. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I can travel. Let's just do this. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, that's what I mean. I would like this person to sit here with us so I could ask all of these questions right now. Right. Um, we've got a lot of them, so please write back and answer them. Yeah. Get it. Get in depth there. How okay. are you? How are you gonna know? My debunking though is I'm gonna say. Um, I mean, the first one I didn't even need debunking. There was nothing there. You mean in Chelsea's? No, no, no. Her oh. first story about flatlining oh. and there was nothing there. Oh, yeah. That's really interesting. Which is really, like, that is blowing my mind because I don't think anybody, I've ever heard anybody admit that they flatlined and there was not yeah, anything there. I know. It's really weird. And how scary to have flatlined for, like, a so, long period yeah, of time. So, so you flatline and there's nothing there. Like a nothingness. I I can't even imagine that. Like I'm stumped right now. And then you come (laughs) back. So that's like your, this is like the Rachel test and friends. So now that you're put to the test of thinking about what it would actually be like, you think there's definitely something. I don't remember that episode. No. With the pregnancy scare. I was like, when did they talk about (laughs) nothingness? And I was like, I felt like I knew all of the friends episodes, but now I'm losing it. Okay. (laughs) No. Well, no, not necessarily. I'm not saying like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I have never, ever heard somebody verbalize that before. Yeah. There's always been something when you see mm-hmm. it, when you hear about an NDE. So I'm, I've just never gone there of like, what if it really ultimately is just nothing? And then I guess what I'm having a hard time uh, imagining is, a nothingness and then coming back from that nothingness. Right. I think I like that would change, but then but then the same they, person. Yeah. Then later has a vision that says something's going to happen. That's going to change like, yeah, everything. So what, what, mm. so maybe they're not necessarily saying like a savior or like, like what we would think of in the Bible of like, but then they brought Catholicism. I need to sit down with a good bottle of wine with MX Cat and talk this out all night long. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Please write back in. We need more information. I wonder what that would do to your state of mind. Like if you were. When you come back. When you come back. Right. Like that, that's like hopeless. That's my other question. Yeah. Like, or is it like a. Freedom. Freedom. Like what did it do to your state of mind? That would be my question yeah. to that. But then to the other one, uh, I do want to say, I feel like maybe somewhere a week or two before you did DMT, you watch Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> because that sounds like that scene right out of that movie. Yeah. That, so that's kind of my debunking for that. Yeah. That movie, I saw that when I was too young. At Weird Connection, Sherry Bud. I was going to say at Piper's house. At it Piper's had to house. be at Piper's house because you always watch the wrong movie. Exactly. Or like, not wrong, but the, like the two scary movies. movies that our parents would never let us. Yes. Which and, were few and far between. Well, they wouldn't let me watch real scary movies. They wouldn't let us watch like weird stuff, but they, then they'd let us watch things that were like like highly inappropriate. But yeah. then they're like, it was so a it random was very selective. 
But I kind of get it now as parents. Like, oh, am I tired today? Fine, watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is, when we read that story a couple weeks ago about the Apaca farm. Yeah, love it. I, yes, Sherry. I read that name and I was like, I feel like we're related to this person. And you're like, we are we're definitely, definitely not. not. I've never heard that name. It's like, I swear I feel like I know this person because I read their I read Sherry and then their last name, which is a little bit more unique. Uh-huh. And I was like, I feel like I know this person. But then I was like, I guess I don't. I went on. Piper sent me a message that said, you know that Sherry's my mom, right? And I was oh, like, oh my gosh, so I've funny. spent the night at this woman's house several that's times. That's hilarious. Like, not only do I know her name. Yeah, like, I was comfortable with her. <laughs> she like, gave me snacks. <laughs> let me watch bad movies. She let me watch scary movies. Oh, that's funny. Well, that story ended up uh, so very interesting. Thank you so much, Emeka. It's definitely um, new Unlike us. anything I've ever heard. Both. Yeah. Both. Near-death experiences? I don't think Right. We've- covered too much i feel like maybe there was one somewhere in there maybe or maybe we just talked about that show yeah and then, then the drug stories let's hear more of those what do you <laughs> what do y'all dream about when you're hallucinating yeah interesting Inter- yeah but because it was a you know a little quick one i thought i've got this little side story i didn't really know where to put in mm-hmm. from uh when i put out feelers on facebook because we we're always trying to harangue some stories in mm-hmm. oh that's not i don't ever use it right we're trying, to, we're trying to get some stories in. So I uh, joined a group on Facebook called True Ghost Stories and the Paranormal. Mm-hmm. And it, I haven't gotten a lot of bites from it, but I did have uh, this one girl named Christine sent in, just not a not an email, just responded on my message. Uh-huh. So I asked if I could read it, and they said yes. Okay, so this is from Christine, and it's just titled My Ghost Story. My boyfriend at the time, Dave, and I went to Palm Springs, California to visit his father and 90-year-old grandmother for the weekend. Upon meeting his father, he warned me that if I heard his mother screaming at night oh to ignore gosh. it. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. That she has night terrors. Ooh. I shrugged and said, okay. That night, Dave and I went to sleep on a blow-up mattress on the floor in the living room. I woke up with a startle in the middle of the night hearing whispering of voices. I sat up in bed rub my eyes. Then I see three black, tall, foggy silhouettes Mm. huddled in the corner of the room, whispering to each other intently. I then grabbed Dave's arm saying, Dave, Dave, what the hell is that? Mm. As I am frozen with fear and my heart is pounding. The three dark, tall silhouettes seemed as if they heard me, turned towards me and flew directly at me with such speed. What? I started screaming and attempted to jump out of the bay window that we were next to. Oh my gosh. Dave caught me with his arms and put me in, put me down in bed. I was frozen with fear, heart pounding, unable to move or speak. I just laid face down with my head buried in the covers. I stayed in that frozen paralyzed position until the sun rose. What did Dave say? Did Dave say like, what's wrong with you? Oh, here we go. At sunrise, I was finally able to move and get out of bed. So I like how she's like, I stayed there frozen, did not go to sleep because thank just, you yeah. finally for not going to I, sleep. With my flight was there. I tried to take flight and then I couldn't, <laughs> so I back. stayed real frozen. I then spoke to Dave's father and told him that his mother was not having night terrors, but was haunted by demons. Ooh. His father looked looked perplexed and stated, I thought you guys were just having rough sex. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, that's a little embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. She's like, if only. I would have been way better. Yeah. I said, no, I'm serious. I thought they wanted to kill me. I then changed my flight to go home to New Jersey to the next day and never saw Dave or his family again. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Like, peace. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm out. You're not worth it, Dave. Oh, my gosh. Well, also because... It doesn't really say that what Dave's reaction was. Right. Like, did he say, baby, what's wrong? What is going right. on, honey? Like, uh, why? Why like, are you trying to get in bed? Yeah. I picture yeah. Dave as a jerk. I, yeah. Good <laughs> Good for you. Get away from Dave. Uh, it says, I always wondered if they took me seriously and got help for his poor grandmother oh. to get rid of those tormenting her. Hmm. And so I wrote back, you know, saying, oh, my gosh, that is incredibly oh, scary. Right. But since it wasn't an email, I just wanted to double check. I do want to read this on the podcast. And okay. she wrote back, yes, you can say it on your podcast. I was, It was truly traumatic. I told a priest that I have known for over 30 years, and he said that there are good spirits and demons, mm. demons that want to drive people insane or kill them, making them jump out windows to look like suicide 
and he is a Roman Catholic priest. They wow. really believe in exorcism, demons, etc. Wow. Isn't okay. that interesting? It is. I Here's where my pause lays, is that I feel like mental health issues have been blamed on demons. Okay. For a long time right and so that's where i'm like um okay there's also no i'm gonna say there there are mental health issues mm -hmm. that um that deserve attention and care and credit okay um and so whenever i kind of get into that religious mode of explaining the way by a demon that kind of gets my like uh, awareness up of like yeah I understand uh, that. let's not let's not say it's a demon let's listen to what's really happening to this person and right. get this person the care that they need but it also doesn't mean that it couldn't be something leading you to do if like demons her, were real or our reaction or, christine's reaction was to get out so fast she almost jumped out the window yeah I just think it's interesting that the grandmother is sitting there probably yeah. saying these are not just night terrors. This is something like I am scared to death. Right. And then and they're not elaborated. Listening. Okay. In a weird way, it's kind of my point and I, and I, it's kind of not like my point is that if um, the grandmother is having like these horrible night terrors, I feel like night terrors kind of fall under the realm of mental health. Mm, so, so don't just discredit her and not get her any help for that. Right. That should just be, that should just go. If anybody's struggling and reaching out for help, mm -hmm. believe them and yes, believe them. Maybe what, it's whether demons. It's, maybe it's right. Whatever it is, whatever it is, then let's look into that and see how we can help that person. Not just go. Oh, don't react when you hear right. blood curdling screaming in the middle of the night. That's just Nana. She's had night terrors her whole life. Well, poor Nana. And right. Let's put a little more empathy into that and find out what we can do to help Nana. <laughs> right. uh, but. But also, it just does make me think, like, if I was in that situation, I had, you're in a brand new place, uh -huh. uh, so you're, and you're already kind of meeting the family for the first time, so you have a lot of anxiety, and then you get kind of thrown this weird curveball of, you might hear something terrifying in the middle of the night, just disregard it. I feel like at that point, you're already on guard, and you're scared of, like, what if I hear that in the night? would that fear manifest into something hmm. like, did you already think before you even went to sleep? What if Nana is scared of something real, you know? So you kind of hmm. have that thought process that leads you to this terrifying dream. I mean, it sounds I mean, like a terrifying dream, but it did happen at night. It did happen while she was kind of sleeping. So it could have easily been a dream and dreams can make people do crazy things. Like, sleepwalking or you know what i got punched in the face one night because my husband was dreaming and then he was like <laughs> i did what and i was like yes <laughs> oh, no it wasn't the face i think it was the arm but it was i mean i remember like why would you do that to me and he was like i was fighting off something in his dream he's a very vivid dreamer he also one night woke up talking he talks a lot in his sleep which is typically hilarious and waking him up because his alarm is going off and he said woman <laughs> I was like, uh, what a yes. And he was like, if you don't stop, and I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm doing you a favor so you don't get late to work. He's like, if you don't stop, I'm gonna row this wash tub around like a pirate. And that was his threat to me. And for some reason in his dream, he was in a wash tub but he was like rowing it around like a boat. Uh, yeah, so very bizarre. And I was like, okay, get up and go to work. And like when he finally came to, he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I couldn't even make that up if I tried. You just <laughs> said that. It was so bizarre. So I just think the subconscious and all of that, She, it sounds like she might have had some anxiety. Um, so it could have just been a dream. And then afterwards, I could see how you would connect those dots, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, either way, I would say she had a night terror that night. And that that would be an interesting study like if you hear about night terrors if you you know have yeah. anxiety how closely related are those two yeah i don't know either very way scary. Sounds scary as shit very scary oh i don't like it at all okay well let's move on to our fan favorite all right okay so this week our fan favorite is sarah who is 
our na- a neighbor of ours. Our next door neighbor. I mean, she's like kind of like catty corner. See, she's catty corner. I can see her backyard from my backyard. That's right. Our kids play together all the time, and she became one of our okay. Well, joined here, our fan group. This is how it happened. First, she joined a fan group, and then she requested my my Facebook for and like friend. I was like, okay, I guess she found us on you know because we've been neighbors for forever. And then I was like, wait a second. She was she joined the the fan group first. Yeah. So I'm like, how did she find out about our podcast? And I totally thought it was your your middle daughter, like, because she <laughs> loves to talk about us. So I thought she went over there and, like, spread the word. <laughs> but turns out she found out from us in the Leo. I know. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, our article, our faces were on there. And she's like, I felt starstruck. Oh, that's so silly. I don't. Like, uh, don't. I mean. Yeah. And by the way, Sarah, come over and drink with us anytime. Absolutely. She sees us sitting outside. Like, come on, girl. Yeah. Bye. We've invited you. I don't know what you're waiting for. Come yeah, on up. We're ready. Come on. <laughs> uh, okay. So I reached out and said, you know, you're our fan favorite. And she said, oh, wow. I wish I had a good story to contribute. But that's not what it's about. It's just about, yeah. I mean, we want your stories. But if you don't have one, you're listening, you're supporting us. And that's why you're a fan favorite. Yeah. No, you don't have to. I mean, really just your presence and yeah, your kindness. And she's been very supportive. She, you know, she'll post stuff on Facebook and whatnot. And she sent you a message last week. Yeah. And she actually says she doesn't have a story to contribute, but she kind of does. So she and I had a little back and forth on Facebook messenger one day. She said, I don't have a good story to share for your amazing podcast. (laughs) Just a ridiculous fact. We moved into our home exactly three years ago today. We have an attic and I have yet to look into it or even open because I'm too scared. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm like, no, no, it's not at all. I get that for sure. <laughs> in fact, I was like, girl, I have lived in some places with creepy places that I've never gone into. So don't, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, but then she said, I feel like an episode devoted to sleep paralysis may be warranted. Lifelong sufferer here. Oh, right. So she didn't go back and forth about some um, sleep paralysis. I said, "Well, that's crazy. I've only had one. Yeah, uh, but it's such a wild experience. If you've ever had it, I mean, it it does feel like something paranormal. Yeah. So anyway, she said, "No, it, it's oh, not. Okay. Oh, it's been okay. scientifically proven that it's not. But anyway, well, she yeah. said, really only once. Like because I told her I only had it once. She said happened a lot as a teen and young adult." Then found out my dad had it as well. It must be hereditary. More recently, I haven't experienced it so much. I've always been fascinated by the phenomenon (laughs) of sleep paralysis and bet it is a lot more common than documented. And I would agree with that. I bet there's a lot of that. And yeah, so she's had some experiences, whether she thinks they're paranormal or not. I don't think she does. She, She thinks of them as sleep paralysis, but yeah. I'm sure there's a group of people out there that think sleep paralysis is paranormal. I would love to have sleep paralysis episode because for sure they're so so interesting. Has it ever happened to you? They're so scary. Um, I have had the feeling one time where I like wasn't my I couldn't move my body, but Mm. nothing scary happened. Like I was just like, oh, this is weird. This is weird. And I had I knew your story, and I remember thinking about your story. You're welcome. You're welcome. I caught. I. That's almost proof to me though that. They're not the same thing because Whatever. not yours, but I'm saying nothing. I didn't see any weird, scary thing. And a I lot of people didn't do. either. Exactly. So you, <laughs> you, we had sleep paralysis. Some people have sleep paralysis plus. No, but I thought something really horrible okay. was happening. All right. Anyways, we're going to move on back to this. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when I asked her if she had anything she wanted me to promote, she said, um, if it's appropriate, could you please mention that I have two beautiful kittens I'm fostering through the Humane Society Aww. that need to be adopted in a couple weeks. A calico girl and a gray and white boy. They are so sweet. All shots will be spayed. Are litter trained. Hello. Ready to go. Uh, yeah. Maybe getting the exposure will help them find a good forever home. I'd love them to be adopted together if possible. Thanks, Aaron. Aww. I feel truly honored. She gives her uh, phone number here, but I'm okay. just going to say if you all are interested in these beautiful kittens and want to. Yeah, reach out to us. We reach right out to us. Her. But yeah. maybe put the subject line foster cats so that we read it yeah. immediately. Yeah, because we'll say we'll bank our stories. So right. Definitely and, send us an email or a Facebook message. So we're not going to take them on because we're not <laughs> fans of cats. And right. And let's get these kittens taken care of. Exactly. So she says, keep up the awesome podcast. It's always such a treat. 
Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I feel like that's like a really quick, like that's such a good little um, plug. So I'm like, that could, we could see the actual. I know. Wouldn't that be fun? Benefits of like getting to see one of our listeners. They name them Aaron and Megan. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that would be hilarious. Please don't do that. That would be the weirdest name thing. Name believer and non-believer. No, name them Scully and Moeller. Mold, Mulder, Mulder. Oh my gosh! Oh, that, Do that. Look, those two guys would be so cute together. There's even a boy and a girl. Ah, oh, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. Uh, we're gonna get these kittens taken care of. I mean, uh, shit. If I have to take a walk, I mean, that's those are pretty cute names. I know it is pretty cute. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not committing to that. Somebody else get these kids who likes cats because I would just have to endure them. You all would love them. Yeah, you'd probably end up loving them, but okay, probably, but no. Okay, well, thank you so much, Sarah, and thank you to all of our listeners. If you could rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, we really appreciate it. If you just tell your friends about it, we really, really want to get our name out there so we can get you know more people to listen. It's a lot of fun, and we want to keep doing this. We have a live event on June 17th in Oldham County at Third Turn. It's a free event to, to get in. Donations are accepted, and we'll be selling our stickers for $4. Uh, if you want to join us on Patreon, mm -hmm. I will put a link in the notes. And we're, we've been having so much fun on there. It's so great. We usually watch a movie for the $5 tier on the third Thursday, but because of our live event, it will be on the second Thursday this next month. And we're on Instagram and Facebook, so find us there. I mean... Girl, that was so professional. Thank you. I was like, I wanted to like interject several times. Like, she sounds so damn professional in this moment. I am not gonna. <laughs> Are you just like, I mean, she's not even reading the script. That sounded scripted, but <laughs> oh you God. are not. Uh, okay. But I also just wanted to say this for, I had this thought. We, Aaron and I constantly keep joining Facebook groups or different groups. Like <laughs> I literally got back into neighborhood app like our neighborhood app to try to find more stories. <laughs> so if you know of like a gold mine of like, okay, I am a part of this group and they're constantly telling ghost stories. Yeah. Um, please give it like, shout that out to us. Like, let us know where can we find more listener stories? Because that's right. really where this podcast is, you know, yeah. we, we need them. those stories. So it, without them, I don't think we'll stop. We'll just have to rethink of a new, of a new, we're going to research, 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 actual ghost stories. Please don't make us research. But I really, besides like joking about not wanting to research, <laughs> listener stories to me are so much more intimate. I know they're always my favorite. Yeah. They're they're. I want to hear, I want to hear from real people, not right. just like, uh, this group of experts walked into this place and here's what they found X, Y, and Z. Mm, I can debunk that all day long. Listener stories, they make it hard for me. So so I like that. Yeah. So please, you know, if you, or if you've got, you know, if you're out there and you're like, I haven't sent it in yet. I've gone around it. Listen, it's summer. What else you got going on? Because <laughs> all of our listeners are teachers. They're all teachers or <laughs> students. <laughs> Listen, just send them in. Pretend like you're working at work. Send them in. Right. Or tell your friend who has a really great story to yes. send it in. Or write their story in and say, okay, it's not first person, but. <laughs> or just claim it. We'll never know. We will never know. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, jeez. Ah, poke you owe me a Coke. Pinch or a beer. All right. Wait, I do owe you. You say jinx, pinch? Pinch, poke, you owe me a Coke. Jinx, poke, you owe me a Coke. What do you say? Say it. All right. We're going to end this. So what do you say? Pinch, say poke, you owe me a Coke. You don't say jinx? Where do you throw jinx? In? I say jinx when it happens. And okay, then afterwards. Say it like we just said it. Okay. Jinx. Pinch, poke, owe me a Coke. Oh, Lord. That's a whole extra word. I'm all Jinx, <laughs> yes, poke, exactly. owe me a Coke. Okay. We're going to end this. <laughs> Goodbye. We thank you guys so much for listening. And la, 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 la. That really is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was so big. It was like a bullfrog. You mm. and me going fishing in the dark. I, I say just read through it. My shirt is see-through. Is that going to really throw you off? <laughs> yes, I'm very distracted. <laughs> it's really weird to be work. Uh, but that's why I wore that sweater. And now I'm like, oh, I'm a little hot. Okay. Maybe it's a mashup of my intrigue of history and love of true crime. I just made that up. <laughs> that's not, not at all what she wrote. <laughs> Let me try that again. Okay.
the grandmother was having these night terrors or so everybody was saying. And this 90 year old woman is probably saying, no, they're not night. <laughs> Nothing about that story is funny. Aaron's dog just I'm puked definitely. so loud. <laughs> behind me, like right behind me. Gosh. Right on all the school stuff. Oh no! Why would you pick there, Ellie? Oh, my gosh. Well, it does kind of look like a plastic bag. It be? is. It's easily cleanable, and it's the last week of school. So who gives a fuck? Clearly not Aaron, and not Ellie. 